Hello, sports fans. This is Justin Johns coming at you from Four Seasons Studios, and this is your Dragon Sports Report. Good evening, sports fans. This is Justin Johns coming at you with another episode of the Dragon Sports Report. Yesterday, we had a conversation with assistant coach Paul Kirby from the Dragon girls hockey team, and we're all really excited for their first game coming up tomorrow night. And uh, But tonight, I've got a couple of guests from the uh, boys Dragon hockey team. These two guys have been around hockey for a long time. They come from the uh, lineage of the Ryberg family, and they're both uh, very good hockey players in their own right. And they've uh, they've been around hockey their whole lives. And I know one of them has coached uh, softball, and and they're both uh, both good guys to boot. So it's my uh, honor to have them on the show. And welcome, Coach Seth Sauter and Coach Jake Sauter. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Justin. You bet. So so this is your guys' first year as coaches of the the Dragon Boys hockey team. What uh, what inspired you guys to want to become varsity hockey coaches, and what do you guys see as your strengths or, as, or some of your priorities as coaches coming into this program? Yeah, you know, we've been, both been involved with Dragon Hockey for, you know, almost 40 years, and um, I think I can speak for both of us that our love and passion for the game of hockey um, kind of drives us to, to do what we do and, and passing that knowledge on to a new generation. Um, like the generation did before us. Um, you know, we've both volunteered with the varsity program before. Um, we've both been coached in the youth hockey rank. You know, we wanted, we just want to get back to the sport that, that gave us so much. Um, I think our strengths as coaches, um, you know, making connections with the players, you know, that's just as fun as, as you know, getting to know them just as fun as the hockey aspect, um, sure. you know, and the hockey knowledge as well. Um, I feel, you know, over over 40 years, you know, we've kind of we've picked up a lot of knowledge and, and you know, have a good idea of, of what it takes to be successful. That's right, yeah. And, Jake, you coached you coach some softball for a few years too, right? Yeah, I was uh, an assistant coach for three years, um, you know, back from I think it was 06 to 08 and then was the head coach for uh, four years um, until some work conflicts got in the way, being it was uh, – uh, the season was a little tougher than the winter season with the business I'm in, so right. I had to step back. But it's exciting now to to get back involved because, yeah, like like Seth was saying, it's it's really fun to just teach kids life skills. And you know, one of our big priorities and is, is trying to make you know to teach character and integrity and connection with the community and everything too. So we're we're really excited to try to pass that along um, with the things that we've learned with. You know, um, obviously we're we're both uh, we're all getting older, but just the, the life lessons we've had to go through and the good mentors that we had growing up too to kind of pass on what what they they taught us. Definitely, definitely, yeah. It's it's uh, it's tough. You know, the the hockey program, the boys' hockey program, had a obviously a complete turnover of the coaching staff, and that can be tough on a program. So it's it's good to see a couple of guys, uh, local guys who know the area, know the families, and you know, really, really have a passion for the game to step in and, and take the reins. So that's a good thing. Um, now, you guys both have kids in the youth program as well. And um, how, how do you go about balancing that? I mean, I remember when I played 
high school hockey, just the practice schedules of, you know, when we had to drive over to Mora, like you get, you know, you got, we all did. Um, but, but even still the, the schedule can be pretty grueling of everyday practices. And, um, so, so how do you guys keep all the balls in the air and still come to practice ready to work on, you know, all these things that you need to work on, especially in a compressed season like this? Yeah, I got, uh, I got one son in sports and then I have a daughter on the varsity dance team. Um, you know, after going through almost 40 hockey seasons, you know, it's kind of become the norm. So you kind of get used to it. I wouldn't say it gets any easier, but, um, you know, just going through it that many times, it's definitely, uh, something that we're used to and we have experience in. So it's, um, and this year, you know, being a unique year, it is, there's definitely been obstacles, but, you know, we take it day by day and do the best we can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I would say the same that, uh, you know, I got a, a boy in the PBA team and, and um, my my youngest son is learning his first year in might. So, but, but it's been fun. And, and honestly, just after a week and a half into it, it's, you know, there's some, some great bonuses on the side too. I think this might be actually the first time in a long time I'm actually getting regular exercise. So there's some <laughs> nice bonuses to it too. But, uh, Are you but telling no, me it, golf it, doesn't count? Golf doesn't count, Jake? No, no, riding in the golf cart with you does not count. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did, but, um, but no, and, and it's good that, you know, what's really made it fun is this group of kids that we have too. I mean, it's every day, you know, we, we wake up a little, you know, I've been waking up a little sore at least. And, and, but that's been the, the knowledge that that afternoon we're going to go, you know, go get to, to be part of the team with, with specifically this group of kids. Cause they're all really hard workers and just good quality individuals. It's really really been fun and, and exciting every day. Can't wait to get on the ice with them. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, before we jump into the hockey aspect of things, uh, you know, I want to talk about the proverbial elephant in the room, you know, COVID has, you know, obviously changed our lives in, in many ways and it's impacted the season so far. What are, what are some of the things you guys are having to deal with or having to do to keep everybody safe and mitigate any of the risks uh, during these just strange times? Yeah, like you said, Justin, you know, priority one is, is to keep everyone safe, to follow the, the protocol. Um, it has been challenging at times. Um, and I know, again, I speak for, for Jacob when, you know, we got to give the athletic director, Rick Engelstead, a lot of credit. Um, he has been working very hard. Um, he has to answer all of our questions immediately so we can make the proper adjustments that we need. The civic centers will give a shout out to them. They've been very accommodating to meet to meet the high school needs you know the school's been stepping up and helping out in a lot of ways um i guess i'd say the biggest obstacle as a coach is is not being able to be in the locker room with players uh for any extended extended period of time you know to get to know and connect with the players you know they had masks on so you know not knowing any of these kids it it took a, a few days to get to know their names uh so that that definitely was an obstacle and again not being in the locker room you know not being able to do that chalk talk you know after practice what we were doing right, what we need to work on, um, I think has, has been the, the biggest obstacle as a coach. Yeah. And yeah. And I, go ahead. I just want to echo what Seth said, because it is, it is really that important. Um, you know, Rick Engelstead and, and the school and the civic center has made our lives really easy. It's, we, we can't emphasize that enough. I mean, the Rick is, Rick is in his first year too, as an athletic director. So um, to have all of this thrown at him from the beginning or even before the school year started from day one, it's, it's, it's really made it easy for us. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been talking with Rick a little bit. I'm going to be doing some pictures at the girls' game uh, tomorrow night, and then obviously I'll, I'll be at the boys' game on, on, on Saturday too. But uh, And also, you know, probably a shout-out to WCMP. They're going to be 
live streaming the games uh, Friday night, the girls game and Saturday night, the boys game. So, you know, obviously parents are going to be able to get in and watch the game. But for the fans that normally pack the stands, uh, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to be there. And so it's really it's really cool that WCMP is stepping up uh, to do as many games as they can and cover those too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and credit to the sponsors that are sponsoring with WCMP too because, you know, they're putting their hard-earned money from their businesses out um, towards it too, which in a year has been tough for a lot of them. So, exactly. so yeah, absolutely. There's credit all around. Yep, yep. Well, yeah. it takes, takes a village, right? Right. Good. Well, you know – Again, this this transfer of coaching and this this transition is an interesting one because you know as we all know last year was one of those one of those big years. I I don't know further back, but I know it was ninety six, ninety nine, two thousand two, and now uh, just last year two thousand twenty uh, section championship games for the Dragon Hockey, and uh, they made a heck of a run before losing to Monticello in the section finals. It was a tough loss, but. Boy, it was a fun season and uh, fueled by some strong senior leadership. How does the team stack up this year? I mean, you lost those seniors, but who are the guys stepping up to fill those leadership roles on the team? Yeah, you know, um, I think it's well known that that Pine City is 0-4 in section finals. You know, and Justin, me, and you were on that first team to make it to (laughs) it. I think, uh, you know, you remember that sour taste that we had in our mouth Mm -hmm. after that loss. And uh, I think a lot of the kids that, that were on the team last year feel the same way. So they're looking to, uh, to prove themselves, um, you know, to kind of give themselves their own identity. You know, obviously the seniors will be missed that we had last year. You know, you can't replace them, like guys like Dusty Bertram. And, um, you know, this year we feel like we got a great senior class. All the upperclassmen have stepped up. Um, I haven't heard one, any negativity you know, everybody's picking each other up. Everybody's got each other's backs, you know, and those, these players are really looking to prove themselves as individuals and as a team. Nice. Yeah, and just to give a specific example of that, you know, how, how impressed we are with with this group is, you know, we, we had one of our practices last week where we did some, some heavier conditioning. You know, obviously we have, have to cram a lot in before our first game on Saturday. And while we were in the middle of the conditioning, we were doing one of the drills and, and I had four or five of the players just come up to me and said, man, coach, this is a great conditioning drill. This is really fun. And I, and I just was thinking, it's like, this is really awesome that these kids already have established this work ethic and that, you know, their, their parents and previous coaches have really instilled in them that, you know, you get out of it, what you put into it mentality. It, it kind of just, Seth and I just kind of looked at each other like this is this is great these these kids get it yeah that's a that's a really positive sign as you guys well know to have have kids already stepping up this early in the season and and feeling strongly about getting their bodies in shape and being ready for ready for competition so that's awesome um so you two are going to be on the bench as the varsity coaches uh you got anybody else rounding out your coaching staff for the for the varsity or JV levels well for now um yeah I'll be We'll both be on the bench, obviously, for varsity. Um, Jacob will be running the JV as well, and I'll be helping out there when I can. Uh, we are currently in the process of, of getting some volunteer assistance, and we feel like we we got some people on our list that uh, will definitely contribute in a positive way to help us be successful this year. So hopefully we can uh, you know, get those guys on the bench here as soon as possible. Yeah, you guys will be busy if just the two of you have to do it for too long. So, good luck with that. Um, 
So how about goaltending, man? Alex Levin last year, he was he was solid, um, but I but I also know that you guys have some good young and up young up and comers that'll uh, be able to fill the net and uh, fill those shoes. How's that working out so far? Yeah, um, you know, a shout out to Pine City Youth Hockey. You know, in the last maybe five ten years, they've done a great job really working with goaltenders. You know, getting some people outside of our organization to come in and do those goalie clinics. And you're really starting to see it, you know, pay off now. Um, like, obviously, you said with Alex Wade last year, he was, he was a great goaltender. Um, you know, Mason Olsen, he'll be our starter. Um, you know, he doesn't have a lot of varsity experience, so he's kind of getting thrown in the fire here. But, you know, from what we've seen from him in practice so far, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's working hard. And, um, you know, we're looking for him to, to lead us away at that position. Nice. How about you got a couple of young bucks too coming up? That's yeah, goaltending goes. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, you know, and and like you mentioned earlier, you know, Seth and I are both pretty involved in the youth program. You know, I'm and we were we were joking the other day, and and uh, going from this year on, like I think we're going to be pretty solid at goaltending all the way down to the might level. So, it ha- hasn't I mean, always been that really, way. Yeah. No, it hasn't. But you know, we look at each age group, and and we have good goalies at the bantam level. We have good peewee goalies, good squirt goalies, and you know, obviously mites is early, but right. But there's some some good athletic kids that want to play goalie at mites, and and there it's all you know about fun and learning. But but yeah, we we feel great about what what the youth program has done, not just with goaltending, but just you know, with we got some really great coaches at the youth level too, and yep. and moving forward, we want to be really involved with you know trying to to work together really closely and, and continue to build what, what Pine city has built since, you know, 1980 with our first high school team. And, you know, back to the fifties and sixties when hockey first started here, you know, it's, it's been a few generations and, Mm -hmm. and we feel like, you know, we're, we're ready to take, take another big step. You know, you look at, at cities like Hermantown, we played a a peewee game up there last year, you know, the first, 40, I think it was the first 40, 45 years, Hermantown really was just kind of in that same area we've been. And it was like two and a half, three generations when it finally clicked for them and and really established that base. And, and I'm kind of hoping we follow a similar model moving forward that, you know, we, we, we've got a strong hockey program here and we have for a long time, but there, there's a lot of excitement moving forward. I think the whole community can get behind. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is. And I was listening to Paul Kirby talk about the, the girls program and about you know, you guys' cousin Dan Ryberg and other guys coming to drop their daughters off to play hockey. So, you know, now it's both it's both genders too, and so the the excitement up at the arena, I think, is going to get stronger and stronger. And you know, once COVID's over and people can pack those stands, boy, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the program thrives and and does well uh, over the over the coming coming years. Um, so the first game's coming up on Saturday, Cambridge Isani, I believe, right? You guys have any uh, intel on their abilities this year? And, and uh, you know, they're kind of a perennial rival. I know going back to <laughs> way back, we've always, you know, kind of had a bit of a rivalry with Cambridge Isani. So 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 what, how do you guys like your odds? Yeah, you know, uh, me and Jacob have been uh, watching a lot of YouTube games in previous years, um, you know, just trying to scout and, and see what we're up against. You know, Cambridge Isani, they, they had a rough season last year but they are returning a lot of players. Um, you know, our philosophy is we're not going to underestimate anyone. You know, we're not going to go into a game thinking, uh, you know, it's going to be a cakewalk. We're going to, we're going to play our game. 
you know, regardless of who we play. Right. Yeah, and just looking at, you know, internally, which which is like like Seth said, we're always gonna start internally and and our team is gonna be much different than the team we had last year and in some ways you know, we have some gaps to fill, but in some ways I think we're going to be a lot better because a lot of our contributors from last year, especially on the forward lines, are back. And, and you know, we should expect the same thing from from every team we play. Everybody, you know, you have to assume that they improved, especially I think Cambridge was a pretty young team last year. So we're, we're going to be ready. But I, I think we'll be able to, you know, if, if the boys continue with their mindset of, of how they're approaching things, we'll be able to compete with anybody this year, I think. Yeah, well, that's great, and and I think you're right. I think you know, watching a lot of the games last year, the the, the offensive threats were were a lot of younger players, and and uh, you know the the defense certainly there was four seniors back there, pretty solid. But but it but it sounds like there's some guys stepping up back there too, from what I've heard. So so who are the guys you're expecting to put the puck in the back of the net here coming up early in the season? Well, I mean, obviously Parker Sell, I believe he led the team in scoring last year. Him and uh, George Miller. Um, you know, he's been really impressive, not just as a hockey player, but as a leader, um, you know, on that whole senior group, you know, you know, Peyton Smetner, Jared Carpenter, uh, Tim Fole, um, you know, just everybody is stepping up. And, um, you know, like I said before, they're eager to, to get, you know, prove themselves because some of these guys, along with the juniors and sophomores, you know, they, they don't have a lot of varsity experience. So um, mm-hmm. it's been great to see them, you know, the excitement for them to be out there and, and, and they don't care where they're at, what line they're on. They're happy to be out there and they're working hard. What about at the other other end of the ice, Coach Jacob? What are you thinking for uh, who are going to be the defensive uh, threats down, in the, down on our end of the ice? Well, I mean, Seth already talked about uh, Mason Olsen. You know, we, we got to see one game before the latest shutdown, you know, that bridge fall league that they played. We got to stand up in the stands and watch. And, and uh, man, were we impressed with how, one, how well Mason played Olsen. Nice. He, he was just a rock-solid goaltender. But then, you know, our defensive crew is, and he already mentioned Jared Carpenter, who was one of our captains, along with Peyton Smith and Parker Sell. Um, you know, Jared works as hard as anybody. Um, and Sam Stapek is a, is a good defenseman who's, going to start as Jared's partner, but then we've got uh, Ryder Youngbauer, Mason Ryberg on D-line too, that are both going to be, you know, really, really solid defensemen um, with, with you know, just some more experience and time, and we feel good about our defense. Nice. I mean, we, we really do. We, we feel good all the way through that that if these kids just, you know, do their job and, and work hard and ignore the, no, ignore the noise that's out there, that, that there's, there's going to turn a lot of heads if, if they keep just plugging away. Right. Good. Yeah. Well, I know I'm excited for the game on Saturday and excited to see some of those young guys step into those roles and fill them. And I, and I'm, I have no doubt, like you said, that they'll do it just fine. Um, but so this year is the first year of the girls varsity program. We talked a little bit about that. That's awesome. More hockey is a good thing, right? But, but it, it must also present some logistical challenge. We've got one sheet of ice inside and, and we got to schedule practices and games for, not only the two varsity programs, but also all the youth skaters in Pine City, which is which is growing as well. So that's that's also a good thing. But how are you guys working out the scheduling with the girls' team? And uh, you know, in the long run, what kind of solutions do we, are we going to need to make sure that ice time is available so both those teams can really develop and thrive as we as we go along? Yeah, it's obviously great, you know, to have the girls' program um, be where it's at. Um, I. I know uh, the numbers are growing constantly. Um, I know next year, uh, I believe on the schedule, we have a, a tournament 
uh, Thanksgiving tournament down in Marshall, Minnesota, where uh, both the boys and the girls are going to go down there and travel together. So I think that's going to be great for those those kids to, to be together and to watch each other and to you know be cheering for each other. Um, yeah, so far, you know, we're working with Coach Hagard, Coach Kirby. You know, it's been great. We've been helping each other any way we can, you know, communicating. Uh, yeah, some of the obstacles we have seen, obviously, I know in the past they've had an hour and a half, two-hour practices. Uh, today we had an hour practice. So, you know, that's been tough kind of scheduling those in and really focusing on the things that we need to work on. So it's been kind of kind of difficult to work on maybe some of the fundamental things because we've been focusing so much on our, on our systems and our strategies. Yep. Um, so, you know, that definitely has, has been an obstacle, but, you know, we feel like we've been, you know, pretty efficient as coaches to uh, kind of put in what we can, where we can. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to put a plug in here for uh, the Hilltop project that, you know, has been a, a coordinated effort between Pine City Youth Hockey, the Pine City Civic Center, the city of Pine City, um, a lot of businesses and a ton of volunteers. I mean, they're working really hard. I know a lot of people have seen the new warming house slash you know, not just a warming house because it's going to be used for a multi-sports and, you know, in the summer, whether it's pickleball, basketball, whatever. But uh, um, in order to get phase three and phase four done of that project, you know, we, we still need a lot more donations. So if anybody knows, you know, people with with are looking to uh, invest in their community, you know, we, we'd love to get phase three and four done. Then, then we will have, uh, for the winter, a very nice outdoor rink where you can easily have practices and games to help alleviate the scheduling and and then also give the community a great place for the summer too for for lots of other sports activities and and uh you know that extra ice time is going to help because you know one thing we've been joking about a little bit about this year is is our boys program is still chasing our girls program you know they've made it to state once back in 03 was with a co-op with Chisago and right. we still got the big donut for the boys so that's kind of a little chip on our shoulders like we got to catch the girls they're already at us Right, and I don't know what the rules are, but but Seth, I remember uh, over Christmas break skating outside on the same square footage that that arena sits on now. So, you know, I don't know if that's an option to skate outside once it gets cold or, and the ice is really good. But yeah, we just got to get creative around here right now, and it's it's a good problem to have. But but we got to keep working hard. So uh, as we wrap things up, uh, where can where can uh, the fans catch the game on Saturday? Well, um, yeah, obviously. It's- it's streaming live on WCMP. Um, and as far as I know, obviously there's protocol in place where I believe only parents are, are welcome in. So, um, yeah, everybody tune in to WCMP and, and enjoy the game. Great. Well, hey, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate you uh, coming on and talking with us a little bit. I'd like to uh, line up uh, some more times during the season, talk about games, how things are going, maybe get, maybe get a couple of the uh, seniors on and, and have a chat with them about how things are going. That sounds great. Sounds good. Thanks, Justin. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Dragon fans. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Dragon Sports Report. Have a great evening. Dragon Sports fans, I want to thank you for listening, for checking out the Dragon Sports Report podcast. Please share with your friends. Post it online and uh, have a wonderful day.